Darkness aside, blind and black, blackened by the night of sin, not a single ray of light on me shone. On my own I always remained the same. Then heard I a voice from afar, saying, Come while the door is still ajar. I turned to see whence the voice came. Then my eyes met with a dying lamp. My sins he took away. No longer was I in the night. The sun of righteousness shone on me. Healing to me he brought in his wings. To the rays of the Son of Righteousness I woke. His bidding I did as his word to my heart spoke. His obedient child I became as his hand I took. And the enemy's shackles away I shook. You are listening to Work It Out with Fiona on the whole duty of man. Hi everyone. Welcome to the whole duty of man podcast. You are listening to Work It Out and this is Fiona. We are continuing with the series Steps to Christ. We are left with three more episodes until the conclusion of the series. I hope that you have enjoyed it so far. I'm looking forward to uh, to it coming to an end and going on a break. Hey? I'm so exhausted, but it has 
it has been a beautiful experience it has been a beautiful journey i myself have uh, learned a lot about uh, having a fulfilling relationship with christ i have learned a lot about um righteousness by faith i have learned a lot about the love that god has for us i have learned a lot about my need for for god i've learned a lot about discipleship confession consecration it has just been such an amazing journey and i hope that it has been the same for you today we are on chapter 10 and to discuss chapter 10 or to summarize chapter 10 for us is brother dimpo brother dimpo welcome um I hope that we all get to learn a lot from this episode as well. Good evening, brothers and sisters. We are continuing with our series on the book Steps to Christ. And today we are on chapter 10 entitled A Knowledge of God. Um, before we can start, shall we pray? Our Father and our God in heaven, we invite your persons as we'll be studying this book. Open our hearts and mind and enlighten us that we may understand this accordingly. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. A knowledge of God. Um, we shall start off by reading Psalm 33 verse 5. The earth is full of goodness of the Lord. The earth is full of goodness of the Lord. The first the paragraph of chapter 10 says, Many are the ways in which God is seeking to make himself known to us and bring us into communion with him. Nature speaks to our senses without ceasing. The open heart will be impressed with love and glory of God as revealed through the works of his hands. The listening ear can hear and understand the communications of God through the things of nature. The green fields, the lofty trees, the birds and the flowers, the passing cloud, the food and rain, the bubbling brook, the glories of the heavens speak to our hearts and invite us to become acquainted with Him who made them all. And then one may ask, um, is nature God? No, nature is not God. God's handiwork in nature is not God himself in nature. The things of nature are an expression of God's character and power. But we are not to regard nature as God. The artistic skill of human beings produce very beautiful workmanship. Things that delight the eye and these things reveal to us something of the thought of the designer. But the thing made is not maker. It is not the work, but the workman that is counted worthy of honor. So while nature is expressing God's thought, it is not nature, but God of nature that is to be exalted. Um, God will have his children appreciate his works and delight in the simple 
quiet beauty with which is adorned our earthly home. Our God is a lover of the beautiful. And above all, that is outwardly attractive, he loves beauty of character. He who will have us cultivate purity and simplicity, the quiet graces of the flowers. Steps to Christ, the page 86, paragraph 3. If we will but listen, God's created works will teach us how precious lessons of obedience and trust. The things of nature obey the Creator's will. And God cares for everything and sustains everything He has created. Um, this is to say that when a man go forth to their daily toil, as when they engage in prayer, when they lie down at night, and when they rise in the morning, when the rich man feasts in his palace, or when the poor man gathers his children about the scant board, each is tenderly watched by the heavenly Father. That is, no tears are shed that God does not notice. There is no smile that he does not mark. That's our God. If um, we were but to believe this, we will leave everything, whether great or small, in the hands of God. Who is not in confusion by the multiplicity of workers? Therefore, all our undue anxieties will be dismissed and our lives will be filled no more with disappointments like they are now. We have to wholly depend on God and leave everything upon Him. This knowledge of God should bring about us the hope and joy that is before us of the coming world. A world whereby there will be no more sin and death and the shadow of curse. That is the home of the saved that Paul talks about. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, and he says, I had not seen nor ear heard neither have entered into the heart of men the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Our God speaks to us in his word. We have in clearer lines the revelation of his character, of his dealings with men, and the great work of redemption. James refers us back to the history of patriots and prophets and other holy men of old, that they were men subject to like passions as we are, but they come quite through the grace of God. So we are too as well, if we rely wholly upon God. 
Christ tells us in John chapter 5 verse 39 that the scriptures are they that testifieth about him and it is he whom our hopes of eternal life are centered yes the whole bible tells about Christ from the first record of creation for without him was nothing that was made that is based on John chapter 1 verse 3 and the closing promise behold i come quickly revelation 22 verse 12 we are reading of his works and listening to his voice if we would become acquainted with the savior we have to study the holy scriptures we have to fill the whole heart with the ways of god they are living water quenching your burning thirst they are living bread from heaven jesus declares except ye eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood ye have no life in you and one may be asking what is he saying here then he continues and explains himself by saying the ways that i speak to you they are spirit and they are life it is what we meditate upon that will give tone and strength to our spiritual nature we should study the scriptures and dwell more upon the character of our redeemer and intercessor we should meditate upon the mission of him who came to save his people from their sins as we thus contemplate heavenly themes our faith and love will grow, will grow stronger and our prayers will be more and more mixed with faith and love they will be intelligent and fervent there will be more constant confidence in jesus and a daily living experience in his power to save it to the uttermost all that come unto god by him see as we meditate upon the perfection of the savior we shall desire to be wholly transformed and renewed in the image of his purity there will be hungering and thirsting of soul to become like him whom we adore the more our thoughts are upon christ the more we shall speak of him to others and represent him to the world remember that we are ambassadors of god Therefore whatever we do wherever we are we have to represent Christ 
to the world. Like we said that God speaks to us through his word. The Bible was not written for the scholar alone, as some may think. On the contrary, it was designed for common men. The great truths necessary for salvation are made clearer as noonday to everyone. And none will mistake and lose their way, except only those who follow their own judgments instead of plainly reveal the will of God unto them. Therefore, we should not take the testimony of men as to what the scripture teach. Because many times we hear that no, so and so knows the Bible better, so and so is the only one who can explain this. But that's not the case as you grow in the knowledge of God. But we should study the words of God for ourselves. If we do that, the mind will enlarge if it is employed in tracing out the relation of the subjects of the Bible. Comparing scripture with scripture and spiritual things spiritual. As the Bible says, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line. Here a little, there a little. That's how we have a knowledge of God if we study the scripture for ourselves comparing scripture to scripture. Therefore, there is nothing more calculated to strengthen intellect than the study of the scriptures. No other book is so pertinent to elevate the thoughts, to give vigor to the faculties as the broad enabling truth of the Bible. If God's word were studied as it should be, we'd have a breath of mind, a nobility of character and the stability of purpose that we rarely see in these times. Um, we'll be like more like Jesus because we have to look upon him and up to him as our example and do things as he did. Just like when he said unto Nathaniel. Because when Nathaniel came to him, he said, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no guilt. Then Nathaniel was wondering, How does he know him? And he told him that. Before faith called him while he was under the fig tree, he saw him. Therefore, Jesus will also see us in the secret places of prayer. If we will seek for him, if we will seek him for light, that we may know what is truth. Angels of the world. 
of right will be with those who in humility of heart seek for divine guidance. That is the Holy Spirit exalts and glorifies the Savior. One may ask, how can this knowledge of God be obtained? This knowledge of God that you are talking about, it cannot be attained through philosophical or the merely human powers of reason or inquiry, but through God's revelation in Scripture. Henceforth, Jesus says in John 16:14, He shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. Um, says the spirit of truth is the only effectual teacher of divine truth. How must the God esteem the human race since he gave his son to die for them and appoints his spirit to be man's teacher and continual guide? See, what God has done for us, it was a privilege. Therefore, whenever when you want to have a clearer and more knowledge about him, we need to study the scriptures. And never should the Bible be studied without prayer. Every time before opening its pages, we should ask for the enlightenment of the Holy Spirit, and it will be given unto us. As we conclude our study for today, um, let's say we do not see here the it's a, the words from Paul in Colossians chapter 1, verse um, 9 to 11. It says, We do not cease to pray for you and, and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that we might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and non-suffering with joyfulness. May the good Lord help us as we strive to have a more and clearer knowledge of God than before. We need to study the scriptures for ourselves, for it is only through the study of the scriptures that we may have a knowledge of God, a clearer one for that matter. It doesn't matter how learned you are or how unlearned you are, the Holy Spirit will attend unto you and make you to have a clear knowledge of God. If you are willing and allowing yourself to be used by God in a special way as you learn through from His Word, may the good Lord bless you.